Hello, everyone, and welcome to the I Love Kid Min podcast, the place where you and your church take the next steps in your kids' ministry journey. We know you love Kid Min, and we want to give you the tools to succeed. Now, your hosts, Ryan Frank and Corey Jones. Hey, 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 welcome to the I Love Kid Min podcast, episode number 33. Number 33. Um, Corey, it's didn't Jesus die on the cross when he was 33? That's what I hear. That's what I hear too. Um, so, hey, we want to pause and just uh, be reminded of the great sacrifice Christ made for you on Calvary. And thank you for jumping in and joining us on today's podcast. It's February. What did Jesus do? He showed his great love for us on Calvary. It's February, the month of love as well, Corey. Um, do you remember, Corey, Valentine's Day when you were a kid, like at school? Did you make the boxes? Yeah, absolutely. Decorate a box and you share. There's usually a tissue box. Put yeah. some tape and stuff. Just threw it all Got together on the top. Yeah, yeah, and pass out, pass, pass Valentine's out, and um, wow, I'm starting to choke up thinking about those days as an eight, nine year old. Love you, Corey. You're a good you're, friend. You're pretty nostalgic today, Ryan. I am. I am. Um. Hey, we're going to have a great podcast. Excited about today's um, expert guide. Excited about, we've got a new partner uh, that we'll talk to you about in a little bit or sponsor of the podcast. We've got some favorite things. You're going to get super practical today. So, Corey, thanks for organizing a great, great podcast. It's going to be a Absolutely. good one. Let's start with a question, though. What are you doing to ensure that you, Ryan Frank, continue to grow and develop as a leader? Yeah. You know what? My, I think my number one thing, if I'm going to grow is I've always got to be learning. I've always got to be learning. Mm -hmm. And so I am pretty religious about, I've got to make sure every day I'm either listening to a podcast. I am reading an article in a magazine. I am uh, reading what people are saying on Twitter or mm -hmm. I'm into a book um, what I don't want to do is I do not want to get into the monotony of ministry where I just kind of show up, I do my thing, and I am not learning. Um, you know, probably not I say that. I mean, a better answer would be I've got to make sure my walk with God is where it needs to be. Uh, but given that assumption that my walk with God is what it needs to be, I would say my number two would be just always learn, always learn. Um and you can learn from everybody, Corey, and, and everybody um, can teach you something. And so I think one of the best ways to stay sharp as a kid's pastor, as a ministry leader, one of the best ways to um, be a better husband or wife is just be committed to having a growth mindset. And I'm not going to be content with who I am today or who I was yesterday. Um, I want to grow and I want to become better. What about you, Corey? What do you do to make sure you're growing? For me, uh, a lot of it revolves around allowing people to speak into my life. And so um, I'll schedule meetings like today at lunch, uh, a meeting with my new youth pastor. And he he probably thinks I'm going into this meeting with how are you doing? How can you improve? But a lot of my questions uh -huh. are going to be about um me leading the team and how I'm doing at serving him. 
and just getting that feedback. I'll also like, I'll ask my wife, uh, how am I doing at being a husband? Like, what are some things that I can do to improve? Um, the question that is a huge one that is, it takes gumption to ask is what's it like to be on the other side of me? And so asking that question of, uh, your volunteers, um, even like, that's a good question for, when you're trying to evaluate your speaking Sunday morning, just what's it like to be on the other side to, to hear what just happened. So allowing people to speak into that, giving them permission, uh, it sharpens me. It's that iron sharpening iron thing. So that's a good question for you to begin asking and uh, continue to grow. I love that quote, Corey. What's it like to be on the other side of me? Boy, you know what? Um, just even the fact that you're asking that question speaks so much about who you are. And that's a good question to ask. Hey, do we want to talk about our partner for today? Our sponsor? We got a new one. Brand new. And it's going to be our sponsor for a while. We're very excited about this. So Ryan, you, you take it away. Very excited to introduce you to a new sponsor to the I Love Kid Men podcast. Serve HQ. Serve HQ. Now, listen, one of your biggest challenges and tasks as a Kidman leader is equipping your volunteers and your leaders. So you've got to try Serve HQ. I was real excited when Dave uh, told us that they not only wanted to sponsor this episode, but several consecutive episodes. And so I want you to go check out servehq.church, servehq.church. They have hundreds of done-for-you training videos and some really simple tools to help you create your own. I think there's going to be a real game changer for your ministry. So much so that you're going to, again, you're going to be hearing us talk about this for quite a while. So do yourself a favor, go check out servehq.church now. And I promise you within a few minutes, you'll see why we are so excited. This week in favorite things, we want to introduce you to some things that are really going to help you lead children's ministry. Okay, Corey, I'll go first. Um, I think I went first last time and the time before that, the time before that, and the time before that. But I'll go first again. (laughs) Um, The next time you've got a big group of kids, kids' church, Wednesday nights, um, and you want to incentivize kids to be good. All right. You want to help them sit up straight in their chair and listen and be engaged. And what you need to do is you need to go get five buckets. So go to Lowe's, get five buckets, like a little bucket, just a one gallon size bucket that you would use if you were going to paint or something like that. Then number each bucket. So get stickers, one, two, three, four, five, but put the stickers on upside down because what you're going to do is you need a table up front and then you're going to hide a prize inside of each bucket, but you're going to turn the bucket upside down. So when the kids come up to the table, they can't look inside the bucket. The bucket is flipped upside down. So because you're doing that, you need to put the number on upside down. So you have five buckets. You have them numbered one, two, three, four, five. Where it gets fun is you have different levels of prizes. So one bucket might have a candy bar. One bucket might have a bag of Doritos. One bucket might have a $10 bill right? So they're all fun prizes, but you have a couple buckets that have really like grand prizes. And so throughout your service or throughout your um, hour with the kids, uh, what I like to do is I don't wait until the very end. I like 10 minutes in, I go ahead and pick a kid, let them come up and pick a bucket. 
And then maybe 15 minutes later, I'm going to pick another kid or let one of my leaders pick a kid. And then I play with them. If they're like, I want bucket two, I like kind of open up the bucket from the back. I'm like, oh man, are you sure? Are you sure this is the one you want? Just play it up. It's a fun way to give away some prizes, reward some kids that have been good. And get those buckets out every month or two. Kids will love it. You can hide some prizes under them. And you know what? Oh, I forgot to tell you the name of the game, Corey. It's a really good name. It's called the pick a bucket game. Pick a bucket. Am I not good at naming games, Corey? How'd you even come up with that? I've, you know, I've tried to trademark it, but I can't get them to trademark the name pick a bucket. But it is the pick a bucket game. All right, Corey, what's one of your favorite things for today? Yeah, my favorite thing is a game as well. Um, yeah. It's called Ring on a String, and I didn't come up with the name. It is a great a name, string. but uh, it's basically just a, a metal ring with a string that goes up into the air, and you're trying to swing this ring to get it to connect to this hook. You can get like points if it hits the hook, more points if it lands on the hook, which is super hard to do. Um, it's probably the most simple game, but people of all ages seem to love it for That's like fun. an awkwardly long amount of time. Yep. yep. <laughs> and so uh, you get kind of like really competitive with it. And you want to land it on that hook, but you just can't. And so uh, you, it's a simple game ring on a string. Um, I imagine you can Google that and find it, build you one real easy, but you can add that to like a piece in your kid's ministry environment totally. to side and just be a fun totally. pre-service after service. You might even get a line of kids just trying to. And probably I could see kids of any age getting really into that game. Honestly, oh, yeah. like and a gardener and a 14 year old both get into that game. I saw it at another church with uh, my intern and we were getting ready for a meeting and we didn't want to leave to go to the meeting. It Seriously. was just him and I awesome. trying real hard to land it. It was fun. That's awesome. So go check it out. Ring on a string. It's a game. <laughs> Way to go. Ring, ring on a string. And the bucket game. There you go. You've got two of our favorite things. Today, we'll be hearing from Jean Thompson, better known as Miss Patty Cake, with more than 30 years of experience as a musical performer, a worship leader, and author. Miss Jean inspires children to worship the Lord. Today, she's going to be showing us how to make early faith stick. So let's turn things over to this week's expert guide. I read this. It was a National Ad Council sign years ago, and I'll never forget how great it is. And it says, a child's mind is like... Jello. 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 Think about how many of y'all still make that Jello stuff? Mm-hmm. Um, I know. I, I grew up with Jello. It was just, I, I always knew I was sick when the Jello came in the room. <laughs> My mother made Jello. But a child's mind is like Jello. The idea is put the good things in before it sets. Right now, the children in your ministry are wet cement, and they can take an impression. Right? They can take any impression that we give them, their parents give them, the culture gives them. So that's why before it becomes concrete, we have to put the good things in. And that's what that's what why you're here. And it's not just me telling this, but as you're thinking this this the next few days, just think about what is it that I can do to put the good things in before it sets. So bam. All right, what can we do to create sticky faith in children? I want to um, say this. I think this is pivotal. This has become for me maybe in addition to a couple of other scriptures, the great overarching scripture kind of mantra that I like to um, use, and that is this, 2 Timothy 3.15. Paul, 
talking to Timothy, and he's reminding him who he is. Timothy, don't forget who you are and the laying on of hands and blah, 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 all that stuff. And he said this, Timothy, here's your situation. Everybody, can you say the second word for me? Ready? From infancy. From infancy. I looked it up in the Greek, I promise. It means infancy. It means a babe in arms or from the time you're born until you're weaned from infancy. And those are probably toddler years in in, in the Middle Eastern tradition from 2,000 years ago. From infancy, Timothy, you have known the Holy Scriptures, the Word of God. You've known the Holy Scriptures. And that is what gave you the wisdom that led to salvation through faith in the Lord Jesus. From when? Infancy. infancy. Now, here's the cool thing about that. I did a little study because, by the way, I wrote about, I wrote like a whole chapter about this in my book called Sharing God's Big Love with Little Lives. From infancy... Timothy had a mother and a grandmother. Who knows their names? Lois and Eunice, right? That, those were his mother and grandmother's names. Those women were Hebrew women. Now, they grew up in the tradition where all the boys had to learn the whole Torah, all five books, the Pentateuch. Not the whole, the Pentateuch. They had to learn every bit of it. Well, the girls didn't learn to read, but gosh, they could hear, couldn't they? And guess how they learned it? They sang it. Um, and it, and, it, and it, the way that they chanted it. And you know how important that is. I'm going to talk about that in a second. But singing makes everything different. It goes to a different part of your brain and it makes it stick and not go down the drain. <laughs> I made that up. Okay, so here's the deal. This is, this is the way that Paul talked to Timothy from infancy. You've known the scripture because you all the word of God. The word of God is the sure foundation. Jesus said in John 6, 63, my words are spirit and they are life. My words, Jesus said, are spirit and they are life. Jesus is the word. When we teach our children the word of God, they can stand on that firm foundation and it is the rock. And, the, the, and salvation can be built on top of that. So from infancy, you've known the holy scriptures. Where did I go? Oh, there it is. Um, I don't have a desk. I'll have to hold them in my hand. And by the way, I, say, I always say this. We've got to start with prayer, don't we? I beg you, pray for your children. Call them by name. Write yourself a list. Put it on your mirror in the morning, on your refrigerator, and say, today I'm praying for John and Susie and Michaela and blah, blah, all the lists down there. Pray for these children. And so how? I think the big thing is how. How do you teach the scriptures to children? You are in a great place because you are surrounded by people at this conference who are going to give you the helps. And it's probably nothing you don't know, but I'm just going to run through it. And my first thing is to say this. Sing! Everybody say sing! Sing! Well, sing! Sing the Bible! Sing the words of God. You know why we need to sing it? Because it goes, music goes to a different part of your brain than the spoken word. I'm sure you know this, and forgive me if I'm saying something you don't know, but maybe you need reminding. Everybody needs to sing, sing, sing. Even if you think you're not a great singer, it doesn't even matter because the children don't care. But if it goes to a different part of the... I, I grew up with Mary Poppins. Anybody? In every job that must be done, there is an element of... Fun. You find the fun in snap. The job's a game. This is what happens when you sing something. I, I do um, every Easter. I'm at Miss Patty Cake is over at World Outreach Church in Murfreesboro, and I learned something from them. This is one of the ways that they sing when the children are moving from place to place. They have those ropes. Do you have a rope? They even have ropes with the donuts that are the different colors so the kids can fit. And here's what they do. Ready, everybody? Grab the rope. Hold on to the rope. Here we go. We're walking to our next class. Say, praising Jesus every day. Praising Jesus. Walk this way. Praising Jesus every day. Praising Jesus. You know what happens to those children? Praising Jesus every day. 
thoughts. <laughs> because they follow directions when you sing it. You take it out of the task and you make it a game. And that's just, I hope that you know how to do that in your classes. If you're having goldfish, oh, I thought all you needed is Jesus. And what do you need over there? Jesus and Jesus. Oh, coffee. Okay. I thought it was like, I, there's, there's a shirt here that says, we run on Jesus coffee and goldfish. <laughs> That's really fun, but anyway, just, um, so even if it's snack time, snack time, snack time, who wants a snack time, snack time, snack time, everybody come. It even gets the cranky little kids that won't let go of their Legos, off the, not Legos, whatever blocks you have, off the floor and over to that. So singing, and this is what I put, music is magic. I'll put that in parentheses because some people are afraid of that word, but it is something magical about how God, by the way, the morning stars sang together. And their vibrations are everywhere. If you know anything about physics and about the string theory, it's all vibrations and frequency. That's what music is. And so when we sing, it becomes like glue. And we can permanently get things into the minds. How many of you remember, um, I grew up with Schoolhouse Rock. <laughs> and so the reason I know the preamble to the Constitution is because I, <laughs> we the people, in order to form a more perfect union, I can never just quote it. But I can sing it. How many of you are, um, when you're looking down at something alphabetically in your head, you're going, A, B, C, D. <laughs> See, it's stuck in our heads. Even, I, I have a great quote from Mr. Rogers in my book. I'm not going to be able to look it up. But he said, this, the music we learn early stays with us our whole life. How about that? I don't know if you know of that Alzheimer's patients. They're finding now that the music they learned early in their lives are the last things that hang on in their brains when they've lost everything else. My pastor here in uh, Nashville, Scotty Smith, when his, his grandson was born, his father was still living. He's gone to heaven now, but he had Alzheimer's. And he had not said a word in three years, almost three years. And they brought to him his great-grandson and said, here, Dad, this has been your great-grandson. And the dad looked down and his great-grandson, and out of his mouth he said, Yes, Jesus loves me. And he sang, because that's all he had. And so I'm just saying music is so, so important. Thank you, Gene Thompson, Miss Patty Cake. You always bring the joy of the Lord with you. And I'm so glad to have you on this week's episode. Um, you picked a good one, Corey. Thanks. Gene, thank you for pointing out um, about how Paul talked um, concerning Timothy that from infancy, you've known the Holy Scriptures from infancy. And, you know, children's ministry and the whole idea of Christian education and spiritual formation doesn't have to start when kids are three, four, five in grade school. We really need to be singing and teaching over them, even when they're little, even at infancy, speaking God's word into them. Uh, that was a great reminder. And man, Miss um, Jean talked about how music goes to a different part of the brain, and it's insanely yeah. true. Like yep. you could hear three notes from a song you heard when you were 12 years old, and then you know every word to it. So totally. Um, we just wanted to challenge you with this episode and just thinking back to our recent one with Jeff from Jumpstart 3 and now Miss Patty Cake, um, have you been putting this into action? We can, we can really do something here to hide God's word in our hearts through music and we have a responsibility to be doing that with our kids. And so um, 
take a step. That's all we're asking. Take a step today in making that happen. Love it. Let's share some ideas. Uh, this week in the Isle of Kidman Facebook group, we want, I'd like for you to share a link. Um, find a scripture song or a resource that we could all benefit from um, when it comes to um, speaking words of scripture, speaking, uh, singing songs, especially over these young kids. So let's just share some resources, share some links. Go to the I Love Kidmen Facebook group, search for episode number 33, and let us know in the post. Uh, thanks for tuning in today. Corey, thanks. Thanks, Gene Thomason. Thank you all for being here. Thank you to um, servehq.church for being a new sponsor of the I Love Kidmen podcast. Y'all are awesome. Thanks for joining us. This episode might be over, but the conversation is just getting started. Head over to the I Love Kidmin Facebook group and let's talk about your next steps in your kids' ministry journey.